right. Well, uh, welcome to uh, another edition of the Alden Report. My name is Michael Alden. We are here uh, inside Blue Vase Studios. Folks, I tell you, I'm really, really excited for my next guest. She is uh, the classic entrepreneur. Uh, you know, her story is amazing. She, you know, went from nothing, from being in debt and, and destitute from her own story to being featured in uh, Forbes magazine and, uh, again, in debt with, with really no money and then growing out a business to a multi-million dollar business. She's the owner of USA Bride. Uh, again, your, her story is amazing. Please help me welcome Dareth Colburn. Correct. There it is. Hi, Mike. Thank you so much for being here. Really, really yeah. appreciate it. You. So you've probably seen our format. So we have a list of questions. I want to kind of go through them with you, and then we'll sure. kind of go from there. Okay. Sure. Awesome. So one of the one of the first things I like to ask is, um, you know, I talked to a lot of different people about what what success is. So mm-hmm. my first question for you is, how do you define success? Uh, for me, it's two things. It's pretty simple. It's, do you love what you do, and are you adding value? Okay. And for me, I I love what I do. I'm passionate about the products that I'm creating. And I'm so honored and grateful that those products get to be part of someone's most special day, their wedding day. Sure. So that's that's success for me. So now, I like to sometimes break this up. Uh, So we have business success we like to talk about, right? And I like to ask also kind of a subcategory of this is, do you, some, are you able to separate the business and the personal success in, 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 for you, or are they all kind of one and the same? Because for entrepreneurs, I'll be, I'll, I'm going to let you off the hook a little bit. For entrepreneurs, they're almost all kind of tied together. They are. They are. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. That's what I figured. Um, all right, second question. What is your biggest professional obstacle, and how did you overcome it? Because I read your story. It's awesome. We'll get into it. But tell, tell us what your most difficult obstacle was, and how did you overcome it? Um, I think when starting the business, my biggest obstacle was actually – this. Sure. It was fear. Right. And doubt. Right. Um, and, and as we talked about a little bit, um, when I first started the business, I was a single mother. I had no money, $30,000 in debt, lived in a crappy apartment. And what I did was I scraped up enough money and I happened to go to a weekend seminar. It was a Tony Robbins seminar. Okay. It was a fire walk. Yeah. And, and I tell you, when you're standing in front of that fire, you're feeling the heat from those hot coals. There's right. all kinds of fear and doubt coming right. up. And, but when you get to the other side, for me, it was life-changing. Sure. It, it's, it's all about what felt impossible was now possible. Sure. And, and I look for those kinds of situations, people, opportunities, seminars that continue to stretch my thinking right in the, in those possibilities so your most difficult thing was really overcoming your own personal obstacles which was your brain right yeah yeah I mean I, I've, you know, I'm a big uh, subscriber of that we control our thoughts our thoughts don't control us and it's really difficult sometimes for people especially even being an entrepreneur when things get tough to yes. to step back and say hey uh, you know what I control my thoughts yeah right and and, and it's a constant, um, uh, you know, it's something that I continue to do. It's like, you know, it's like working out. You don't just become fit one day and say, okay, I'm fit. I can stop working out. Right. So I'm constantly reading and, and, and attending workshops that I can right. learn and grow more. Yeah, that's a good point because a lot of people think that they, you know, go to these seminars. And I wasn't a believer in any of this stuff myself when I was younger. Yeah. They think they just go to one seminar and then their life is going to change forever. But that's not really the case. I mean, that one instant help set you on a, uh, on a, on a path trajectory, obviously to where you are today, but it does take like, like time, right? Yeah. 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 All right. Well, cause a lot of people, again, they look for that instant yeah. 
you know, they take a, they want a pill and they want everything to go away. Yeah. <laughs> or they want or they want to wake up one day and they just want to achieve success. Yeah. It's pra- it's always it's practicing everything. Takes time. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. Now, you know, I talked to a lot of people about about business and in in education. Uh, how do you feel about traditional education, formal education as it relates to business? Do we need it? Uh, is it important? What's what's your take on it? Yeah, you know, we always hear those stories of the people that dropped out of high school or dropped out of college and they're, you know, mega, mega successful. Right. Uh, You know, I think it depends on the individual. I think that uh, traditional education is a a really important building block for learning. Sure. um, For overcoming challenges. Um, But I also, on the other hand, I see some of these kids coming out of school with this insurmountable debt. Right. And I don't think that... It, it really helps them on the road to success. I think that can really weigh them down. So I, I think it really depends on the individual. Sure. Yeah, you know, I, it's funny. I, you know, I, 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 I'm an attorney by trade. I went to law school, and I remember getting to my last year yeah. and saying to myself, I have no idea how to be a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I don't, and, I, and I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, and then you, just, you graduate high, uh, high school, and then you go to college, you graduate college, and it's like, now what? And, and, and yeah, it, I'm, I'm a little concerned with our educational system where they don't teach people how to be successful, what you just said. Yes. And uh, I think that's really, I think we need to really change that. I don't know who's going to do that. Maybe, maybe we can. Maybe we'll start, we'll start here. <laughs> <We'll> try. <laughs> um, that's a great answer. Now, uh, I heard you talking a little bit about it in the green room. What, what is your, uh, in your business, what is the most effective form of marketing? Now, your website is usabride.com, right? Yes. yes. I was on your website. It's awesome. And I, and I look at it, and I was somewhat overwhelmed because there's, like, so much stuff there. Beautiful stuff, by the way. Again, it's usabride.com. But um, what is your most effective form of marketing? Where do you get your customers from? How do you get your brand out there? Right. Uh, it's really social media is is such a great uh, tool for us. Sure. Um, uh, weddings are such a community uh, event. Brides love to talk about it. They love to share about it. They want to be inspired. So visual sure. uh, is really important. So Pinterest is is number one for us. Right. Um, Facebook's important. We do a lot of customer service via Facebook. Right. Um, that's how they want to communicate with us. Sure. Uh, Instagram as well. Uh, and now those channels also, they're always changing and evolving, and, and now there's advertising components to them. So we're, we're playing around with different pieces and, and what works the best and right. where to put our money and, and, uh, and effort. Because social media does take a lot of time and effort. Now, do you do that yourself, or do you have someone that does that for you? or um, It's a combination. When I okay. see something... I'm on my phone, right. and I'm, I'm posting it up here, I'm putting it here, I'm, I'm, right. I'm putting it out there. Um, I have interns that help with that, because uh, truly the young people now, I feel old saying young people, right. uh, but you know they were born into this social media, so you don't have to teach them how to use Instagram or some of these other things. You may right. want to teach them what your brand is and what your voice is and how you want it to be portrayed. Right. And you have a little girl, well, hello, she was 11 when I read the story. She's still 11 years old, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So she, you know, I have a nine-year-old and she has an Instagram account. I'm not letting her get Facebook yet, yeah. but, you know. Nope. Yeah, she, you're right. They're, they're, they're like born into it. They are. They are. <laughs> they're uh, uh, internet ready. And, you know, Periscope, which we're on, which we're on now, uh, it, this is relatively new. I heard we t- are talking about it. I love it. I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome for your business, too, because, uh, you know, you can maybe when you get a new br- uh, bridal dress or when you get some new jewelry, you can yeah. film it. I'm sure, like you said, it's, it's such a huge multi-billion dollar industry that you're in. And once you're on Periscope and all those other things, I think people are really going to really gonna love it. Um, now, stress. 
as yeah. an entrepreneur, you know, if you've, um, you know, again, you're featured in Forbes magazine. I read Inc. all the time. And, uh, you know, stress is, is a very big, big factor in all of life. But when you look at stress from an entrepreneurial standpoint, the it's it's a real problem. There's there's a high level of suicide. There's a high level of depression and things like that. Yeah. How do you handle stress? What What's your secret? What do you do? Uh, for me, I love yoga. I, oh. I do a, uh, a hot yoga yeah. it's in a room with 100 degrees. Right. And it's like a power yoga. And, and I call it my little mini vacation for one. Sure. Because it's it's all about me. There's no business. There's no, you know, family responsibilities. It's my time. Yoga Sakti? You go to the one in North Beverly? Uh, actually, oh. uh, Yoga Passion. Okay. Right. Um, and... Uh, you know, in in particularly with yoga, the practice is about the the breath, the focusing on the the present moment. Right. And I think that's a really good thing to be able to practice with everything else that goes on in the world. It's so busy. Sure. Uh, that I think that that's something that's really good to practice. Yeah. Now, how often do you do yoga? I try and do it two or three times a week. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was in yoga the other day and I loved it. Um, we were in a pose and he said. Okay, when when you hit the wall, don't don't give up. Keep pushing. Don't don't push through the wall, but find the door. Hmm. I was like, what does oh, that mean? That's brilliant because <laughs> you always have obstacles in business, in life, and everything, and some and there's always an answer. There's right. Al- there's always a way to figure it out and do it. And right. That, and that's the door. Yeah. It's, just find the door. I'm a, I'm a big fan of yoga. Believe it or not, my size, I uh, I used to go to Yoga Sakti a lot. I, and the first time I did hot yoga, uh, it's, you know, I called it Bikram yoga. And for yes. all you yoga, yes. for all you it's yoga purists, it's not, well, you may be going to your, uh, the exact Bikram style, but I had yes. some people say, oh, it's not really Bikram, it's just hot yoga. Anyway, uh, it, uh, the first time I did it, I think I hallucinated. I'm pretty sure I saw Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, because it was the same thing, 105 degrees, 100 degrees, uh, humidity, and, uh, you know, I'm a big guy. And all these guys had their shirts off, and I'm like, why do these guys have their shirts off? I got, I got, got it after. But it is a great, it, it's a great thing, uh, and there's also, uh, there's a couple of places that I, that I go to as well that's not uh, as hot, but it is, it is awesome. I find that if you don't, <laughs> if you're not hydrated for like three days before and you go into a yoga class, it's not a good thing after. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yoga is all. And what I like about yoga too is it used to be this kind of hippie-ish thing mm-hmm. where, you know, people were often doing these weird things and they were associated with hippies and cults and all this other stuff. But it's, um, again, some, I'm a big guy. For someone my size to be holding these poses, it is... Uh, it's amazing for, for your body. You're sore. My, I remember my, you know, you're holding uh, the warrior pose, and my, you know, my legs are killing me the next yeah. day. It's awesome. So for for the people that are that are watching, or, or uh, you know, try yoga wherever it is, and and it is, uh, it's healing, right? Yes. And yes. and it's relaxing, but at yes. the same time, you're working out. It's awesome, yeah. I think right? It's a real reset button for me. I like that. It's a reset button. I was just reading about that. Uh, finish the sentence for me, if you could. Okay. If my company lacks blank, then we will not succeed. Okay. Um, if my company lacks caring, it will not succeed. And, and that's not a really sexy answer, but really when you break that down, um, you know, I care about the type of beads that we use on a veil. Sure. I care that when we get a new sample of a headpiece in, I have every person in my office try it on. And sure. we're in the mirror and we're trying it on. Is the headpiece, is it comfortable? Does it pinch? Is it too big? Is it falling off? Right. Um, I care about every interaction that we have with the brides, whether it's in our retail store, whether it's on the phone. Are we smiling? Are we happy? Right. 
and I care about the the experience on the website. Are sure. the pictures really great? Is the description clear and accurate and complete? Right. Is the navigation uh, clear? Is it is it uh, does it make sense? And all of those things put together, it, it creates a it, it creates a business. It creates right. a wonderful uh, platform to grow. That, that that's a great answer, and it doesn't have to be sexy, but it, but it is. And because, but I wanted to as you're saying this, and and uh, I'm the same way. I care about every aspect of my business, so from the top down to the bottom, everything in between. But can you do you find though that sometimes uh, that your caring can kind of take over and to the point where you're unable to delegate it properly? Does that happen sometimes and you feel like you have to step back and say, all right, let I have people that can do this and, and let me trust them? Is that, sure, yeah. sure. And there's circumstances where if, you know, the lines are all lighting up and so I, I'll, let me grab the phone right. and I'm talking to a bride and they need it and I go, oh, we'll get that out for you today, right. absolutely. And I promise them everything because I, right. I care. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and then I go out to my staff and They say and I you're go, crazy. I told her we'd get this out today and they're like, Oh my God. And they're like, okay, okay. Right. But you know, so sometimes you, you know, that can, that can get you. I, I do this. I do the same <laughs> exact thing. You know, I, I jump on the phone sometimes and I'll take sales calls, yeah. you know, and then I'll make all these sales and they say, well, yeah, but you're, you're, you're doing things that we can't do. <laughs> I said, well, you know, I've been, I've been here a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, you know, we talk about the millennials. I have a lot of them that work for me, and and I, I am concerned with what's going on in society with 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 the the, the Y generation. What advice would you give young people in the work for, workforce right now on how to grow? And, and let me just expand on that a little bit because what I'm seeing right now, and it's in I call it the MTV generation or this um, overnight success uh, group of, of young people who feel as though that they should be at the top. They should be making six figures. They should be driving the nice cars. Yeah. And it kind of scares me because they shouldn't be, right? Yeah. So uh, at least right now. So, so what advice would you give them? Uh, really, it's, it's learn more. Okay. Um, I think that some of them think that their education is done when they graduate. Right. It's really just beginning. Right. And, you know, today you have access to so much information with the Internet. There's so many successful people out there in so many different fields that, you know, you know, if you don't find a mentor, find a find a book. Find a seminar, find a workshop, find a free webinar. There's right. so much stuff out there that you can learn, and and I think that's so important. You know, I agree because you feel like sometimes when you when you go to college or even you know and then you go on to you get your master's and law school and all these other things, uh, you feel like I've done enough. Yeah, but yeah. you're really just getting started. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and you're you're right. I I was uh I was one of those people, and I didn't believe in a lot of these things. But uh, you know, reading my first book I read was The Magic of Thinking Big, mm-hmm. and then from there it just spiraled into all these other things. And and you're right, though your your brain is something that's evolving. And and you know, I was reading some research uh, recently, and a lot of, a lot of people think that as you get older, your brain just deteriorates, and it and it can't get smarter. But the mm-hmm. science has proven that it can. Yeah. By yeah. just tr- working it. Yeah, and learning <laughs> new skills. Right. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. Now um, we talked again. So I, I don't I don't know if this was a secret strategy that you gave, but can you give um, maybe a secret strategy or business t- uh, technique that you use other than caring, other than learning more, uh, that maybe an entrepreneur right now listening can take advantage of, or or a young uh, executive or or someone in the workforce that they, that again is looking to maybe take that take that next step. Is there something? Is there a secret that you do that most people, or or something that you see that most people don't do that they should be doing? Um, 
one of the things that I like to do um, is I like to have a little team huddle in the morning. Okay. Um, you know, handful of people, uh, five to fifteen minutes. It's not long. It's pretty short. I'm always standing. Some people are standing and sitting. And it's a quick recap of the day, what happened yesterday. Um, oh, did that bride get that veil that she needed overnighted? Did that go out? Oh, fabulous. Great sure. job. Um, it's a setting the goals and the intent for the next day. Right. I like to have everyone participate in some way. And and it's amazing, really, what you can get done in 10 or 15 minutes when you know that that's the, that's the huddle. It's not a sit right. down and let's, you know, let's talk about this or brainstorm. Right. It's quick. Um, it creates a little bit of energy. It, it creates a team uh, sure. spirit. Uh, a lot of times I'm working on things that not everybody else in the team knows what's going on right. um, because they're doing their task. And I always like to, to interject things like that because people want to be part of the team and part of something bigger. Right. And I think that creates a, a level of excitement. Um, sure. Now you do that every day? I try to, but right. it, 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 I'm <laughs> sure always. I'm sure it probably not gets always. harder as you grow, right? I mean, yeah. because you can you know, you're doing so many things, uh, but you try yeah. and do it as much as but, you can, but, right? You know, but just to carve out that 10, 15 minutes mm-hmm. uh, really makes a difference, and I can feel the energy in the office. Right. It it just stays it stays elevated uh, when you do that. I, I like that. I think we we have our our, our own form of that. It, uh, every single day we get updates, uh, mm-hmm. and updates are provided to me, and then the managers, and it kind of just falls to the chain of command. Yeah. Uh, and it's you know what you know what did you, you know, what didn't you accomplish the day before and why and what yeah. do you plan on ac- accomplishing today and what do you plan on accomplishing for the week and then we do a, uh, do it weekly every week so that way there everyone can kind of see like you said where everyone's going because as you grow as an organization it's tough like you said to kind of always have people there uh, at the at the same time right mm-hmm. uh, in this day and age where we talked about the social media uh, and all these, there are so many different forms uh, of communication mm-hmm. out there these days. I think I already know what your answer is going to be, but I'm asking anyway. What What is your best form of communication uh, for your business? You're in the bridal business. Right. Uh, what's your best form of communication? Um, to my customers or internally? Yeah, to your customers. Um, oh, so customers, it's more uh, the interaction with social media. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, email is, is really. Yeah. I'm surprised by that. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that because they want they, because they're doing a lot of the legwork before they come into your place? Yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of times they'll email us email us a picture of their dress and say, "Oh, I'm I'm trying to find a headpiece that's going to match this." Sure. And 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 then we'll send them suggestions, and you send them a link right in the email that says, "Oh, you think this piece will go?" Right. Sometimes it's on the phone. Some people like to you know to to. To have a person right there on the phone, sure. helping. So you're using so everything. It's everything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. That's uh, that's interesting. Um, now, if you could leave our viewers and listeners with one piece of advice in business, again, I kind of we, we talked about you know several different things. It, you know, one thing you said is let's huddle, almost have updates every day. Let's learn more. Uh, let's care. Uh, is there one other thing? And I try to extract this from people, and sometimes people get concerned about that. Uh, but it's not like it's going to hurt anyone's business or anything. Is there something you could say? You need to do this every single day as a person in business, whether you're the CEO, whether you're uh, working in an assembly line, or whether you're a middle manager. This is something you need to do every single day in order to grow and succeed in life and in business. Yeah, I, uh, I think you need a, a vision and a big vision okay. for where you're going and where you want to be. 
Um, I, you know, certainly, I'm sure we both, you know, goals and budgets and, mm-hmm. and but I'm looking at not only uh, what I want my business to do in 2016, but I'm thinking three and five years down the road. What sure. does that company look like? What does the org chart, and I, and I write it out, what does that org chart look like? Right. What does a budget look like for a company that's three times the size of my company? Right. What does the floor plan look like in terms of where my desk is and where are all these other employees and how many other employees do I need? And I really sit with that and I think about it and I and I really spend time visioning those kinds of things. So having a vision, mapping it out, setting goals and working towards them. It's really, yeah. I tried to kind of just bring it. Now, all right, so uh, we're done with the questions, but, but I do, I, I read your story. Uh, I, you, were on, you were featured on in Forbes uh, magazine and I was on your website. Uh, tell us, just tell us, you know, in, in a, in a quickly, if you could, about your story, how, you know, wh- where you started, where you are, and where you're going to be in three to five years, like you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. It's an awesome story, so go oh. ahead to tell it, please. Well, I, I mentioned about, you know, where I started from. I mean, being broke and no money and in debt. And um, I started with five tiaras, five veils, and five jewelry sets, putting them up online. Not sure at that point, you know, this is 12 years ago, is anyone going to buy? And, and um, you know, <laughs> I would, I would uh, you know, steam the veils in the morning when I take a shower. And I read that. Steaming and, uh, That's awesome. And, and if, uh, if I needed to talk to a bride or call back, I mean, I had a toddler at the time. So it was literally put in, the fa- put in her favorite Barney video along right. with a lollipop. Right. Quiet. And, and then I would call back the bride. Um, I would take pictures outside because I didn't have any expensive uh, or couldn't afford any expensive uh, uh, camera equipment and outdoor lighting. And it was wintertime and you cut the fingers off the mittens so that you can be outside. I mean, my neighbors must have thought I was crazy. I mean, snow. Right. Around the snow, I put a little piece of paper down and and take photos. So you just you just do what you do, what you have to do. I love it. I love it. It's a great story. Again, you she went from from again being in debt, you know, thirty thousand dollars in debt to nothing to a multi million dollar multinational business. Uh, her name is Dareth Colborn. She is the president, CEO, and founder of USABride.com. If you're looking uh, for anything in related uh, related to the bridal business, but not only that, but more. She's got jewelry that you can just. I think she's probably wearing some of it now. She does a lot of stuff that that really just makes you look beautiful, uh, especially uh, for women. I don't think you really have anything of a men out there, but the men really at the end of the day, you want you need a, you need a happy a happy bride. Uh, you know, thank you for being here. Your story is really really amazing. Again, my name is Michael Alden. You're listening to the Alden Report, and we're here in Blue Bay Studio. Thank you for being my guest. I really, really appreciate it. Thanks for spending your time. You You have an amazing story, and I look forward to talking to you uh, again really soon. Great. Thank you so much. All right.